Hello and welcome back to the football babble. Um, our third show, Jake. That's right. Going well. Um, thanks for all the responses and the likes and the shares and the comments. Um, we enjoy doing it, like, so keep them coming. It's transfer deadline day. We're not doing. A lot of people seem to be doing like sort of a live show on following transfer deadline, but we're not going to do that because it's already covered. We're going to just continue on with our own little show and talk a little bit about. Um, what happened last Sunday? I know Jake wants to get into it. Talk a little bit about um, the transfers that have happened. We've got Sky Sports on in the background here on mute, so we're seeing what's coming through. And then obviously there's an international week on, which is quite important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to Northern Ireland uh, Czech Republic game Monday night, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, where do you want to start, Jake? Do you want to get Liverpool the Arsenal out of the way first? Do you want to go through it? Uh, it'll not be a long yeah, one anyway. We'll go, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Well, um, how do you think that? What what did you make of that then on Sunday? Yeah. Well, to be honest, you don't mind. Um, you don't mind if you've played well and you've been unfortunate and you've lost a game, but to go out play the way that Arsenal did and lose four 0 is very difficult to take. And it seems that there are a number of players at Arsenal that either aren't up for it. Aren't playing for Arsene Wenger, and yet none of these players seem to be moved on today. One of them being Sanchez, who seemed just completely exasperated on Sunday. So it's disappointing. It's disappointing. I thought, like, without coming too fast, I thought Liverpool was superb. Liverpool I thought Arsenal were poor in equal measure. Yeah. Liverpool were superb, like, but Arsenal, the first goal, Arsenal, the Xhaka. Uh, Petr Cech gave the ball to Xhaka. Xhaka put a ball out to Hector Bellerin, who was playing on the left side of the defence. Now, that's not his natural no. side. Arsenal were trying to accommodate Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, obviously, because he's still into the last year's contract. Arsene Wenger has wanted to keep him. Yeah. You know, he has made that clear that he wanted to keep yeah. him. They offered him a deal worth £180,000, and they bent over backwards to try and accommodate him because he, I suppose, fitted in better on the right-hand side. And they moved Bellerin to suit that. Now Bellerin was playing on an unnatural side and naturally for the first goal was caught out. The ball was played to um played to him and he couldn't, I suppose, just adapt to take it under control. No excuses for the third goal though, he was completely um, Well we'll talk about the first the first goal first. Um obviously it was highlighted uh, Guy Neville and, and Jimmy Carragher and Sunis and Henri all tore into um, Chamberlain and Ramsey because Ramsey, they weren't paying attention on the ball and that is it's very like it's kids do that you know and you can understand I'm not going to go into that bit because that's been talked about but what I will just sort of say is even though they did do that and they left um, especially Chamberlain was playing out right wing back and they left they left Rob holding on his own holding then doesn't like he just sort of he goes through the moment as well. It's almost like he's going through the motions too. Right. That goal, he lets Joe Gomez. Like, I seen another angle of the goal last night, and it's behind Joe Gomez. The ball isn't whipped in. It's not thumped in. It's literally just chipped in, floated Firmino. in. Uh, yeah, Firmino was, Firmino was at the tallest centre half. The whole point of playing the back three was to solidify the centre of the defence. And yet, Firmino, who's not a tall player, ghosted in. And scored a very one of the easier goals that he had scored. There's no yeah. challenge on him. No. There's nobody challenged him. So what is the point of playing a back three if your players are not going to get into the right positions? You know, and defend simple crosses. You say 
It wasn't whipped. The ball was just nicely glided in. Could have been defended, and it wasn't. Has Mustafi left yet? No, Mustafi hasn't left, but there seems to be major issues. They're signed last year for £35 million, and yet it seems like either the player is not for it at Arsenal, he's not settled in, or else Arsene Wenger doesn't like him. But going on recent signings, you know, there's only one group of people to look at and it's not the players on the pitch. In terms of the signs made, it's Arsene Wenger, Stan Kroenke, even Gazidis, these boys who are making the decisions regarding the transfers. And if you look at the recent signings, Gabriel who's gone to Valencia yeah. for ten million, Czech who's still there, El Nene, Xhaka, who was absolutely diabolical on Sunday, who provided no, I suppose, Discipline. Him, him or, and I, I like Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey's position is not holding midfield. He excels at, for Wales when he plays in number 10 position. That's it. And like, I thought uh, Thierry Henry made a very interesting point. He said that he had recently been talking to Arshin Wenger, and Arshin was saying that he wants Aaron to be that sort of box to box midfielder. But at the same time, you know, Arsenal need discipline in the middle of the park. Yeah. And against Anf- against uh, Liverpool at Anfield, you need to have the, the know-how to be able to sit in and just weather the storm for a while and take your chances when they come. Like the third goal. Well, the second goal, um, Jack loses the ball. Sanchez loses the ball. Gino Allen gets it and he skips past Jack and he's fired with Jack. And, uh, but the ball played on and the ball's given to Emery Chan and I was watching it screaming at the TV give it to Firmino there was nobody near him and as soon as Firmino gets it because you know where he's going he's going to foul out to Mane and there's nobody near him and it's only like three passes and this is why I was telling you what happened at Stoke remember there's only like two or three passes and Jesse scored the same thing happened again I really like Arsene Wenger and, and Steve Bowles was obviously a brilliant defender and he's coming in how like I don't understand like how he hasn't seen this happen and how, how he went with decided to go with three at the back as you said he also decided to put Bellerin at wing back which was just not going to work like I, I don't at know left wing at back. left wing back you know at the end of the day Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain is not a natural defender he finished last season well playing at wing back yeah. but Bellerin is a right back by trade right wing back because he's got the pace to get up and down his end product wouldn't be brilliant but at the same time, he should be playing on his natural side, given that he is the defender. They brought in Kolasinac this year, who's Why a left-back, left-wing-back, and he didn't start. And then Lacazette came on and played... See when Lacazette came on and played out wide? To me, that, that stunk of... And look, that might be wrong here. That stunk of Arsenal going, Joe Gomez is playing right-back, he's young, you'll be able to get at him. And it just, it's so suited Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez had grown into the game because he, he didn't give Sanchez a sniff. He was sorted, and after for the first five ten minutes, of the second half now, Arsenal were right in our hand in Liverpool's half, and I thought, oh, they might make a goal here. Ozil had gone into the number ten position more, and he's more centrally, and there's little touches and stuff. And he thought something might happen here. It didn't. Liverpool broke and scored. A <laughs> bellering. It's just unlucky, like it is. It's an unlucky thing that happened. The touch should be better. It should you know? be better, but like then Salah just punches on him, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? I know. I know you're coming from, but. It'll happen. The disappointing thing is to spend fifty-two million or you know around that figure on Lacazette, who is a goal scorer. Yeah. And then to bring him on, not start him. No. And to bring him on, on the left side of the attack. Now, Lacazette 
I'm sure he's absolutely devastated that he wasn't started. Yeah. Because, as I said last week, Welbeck, you cannot fault his energy. But at the same time, he had a great chance before Liverpool scored. He did? Lacazette would have scored it. I know it's easy to You said to that to me on, um, on last week's show, that Welbeck will get in, but he'll miss chances. Yeah. And actually, when he missed that chance, I was going to text you, I didn't want to text you in the game. That's the chance Lacazette probably exactly. would have you know, And those are the chances that Arsenal... Away from home at Anfield, had, had to, to be, be taken. taken. Like be taken. Arsenal had eight shots, zero on target. Yeah. So I know as well as Liverpool played, they were not tested at the back by Arsenal. No. But Philip, in order to test a team, in order to, as a part of, build some possession, you need to have a strong deep line midfield who are willing to take the ball, to give the ball under pressure, and to start things off. Mm. And it just didn't seem to be happening. It did. I said the other night as well, I don't know if I said it on our video, but I definitely did say to you that I don't think Arsenal will go and be as naive as Hoffenheim were and just have nothing to show up in the middle and also just play such a high line. Like that third that third goal we've already talked about, he gets picked almost in his own half, in our half mm. and then there's nobody behind him, bumps uh, Salah's away and then Manes actually runs pretty clever, he runs across two defenders, he manages to not touch them, he doesn't obstruct, he just cuts off their line. But yeah, like a lot of people are saying Liverpool weren't tested and, and their defence wasn't tested, but what people aren't t- they're normally when they talk about Liverpool's defence, they think that we leak goals and such such. Now the last nine Premier League games they kept seven clean sheets. That isn't just down to the back four being able to head clear things. See the midfield shape now. We have those three boys in midfield and Octa Chamberlain's gonna come in now to that and he, and Alana's gonna come back and it looks like we're gonna keep Coutinho but the Spanish thing doesn't close till tomorrow night, so we'll hold off on that. But the midfield shape is a lot more solid and then that gives the, the defence a bit of a basis then mm-hmm. a lot more solid. And that's what worked and it just was completely missing as you said. That's right. Arsenal didn't have the opportunity to challenge your defences really, you know. And I agree with that. Your midfield was by far superior. And that's not only because they're so familiar with one another, they're also so disciplined. They're so quick to close and down. it looks like they were coached to do that. Yes. Whereas Arsenal don't look coached at the minute. Yeah, do you know what I mean? they're, and they're it's Arsenal. Awesome I'm like, I know who I'm. Slightly over there, so I know who I'm slating there. It is Arsenal finger, and he's one of the greatest coaches we've ever seen. But there does massively looking at. I told I to Texas and said, I was actually frustrated at Arsenal, and it, it sounds patronising. It's not. I was frustrated watching them when we were four 0 up, and I was thinking, what is going on with that football club? What I would just like to know is like, why against the likes of Liverpool did he not play? Elneny and Xhaka now I know they played against Leicester of course but Elneny Xhaka and Ramsey in front of them just to provide a little bit more solidity to the midfield you know but then again it all comes down to discipline it all comes down to coaching if Arsene Wenger is expecting Ramsey to bomb for it and to leave his deep line midfield role he's doing that it's yeah. Arsene Wenger that needs to be questioned yeah. on those tactics as you say what is being done on the on the coaching field what, is it, what are they doing at training to try and fix these problems these are age old problems and not these are fixed. problems that have been constantly reoccurring and they have never been I suppose fully corrected you know they brought Gabriel in as a defender they brought Mustafi in and these signings you know Perfect. Gabriel I think cost 16 to 18 million Mustafi cost 35 <coughs> million they haven't worked out no. They haven't worked out. Today, I know transfer deadline day, Arsenal 
I believe had a bid rejected for or they had a bid they put a bid in of 92 million for Thomas Lamar this was a player that they refused to spend 46 million on yeah in July they said he wasn't worth more than that and so what the, changes in the same week they also had refused in July to sell Kieran Gibbs for 7 million but they ended up selling for 7 million yeah and then I, 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 I know what you mean I, I don't know there are major knows. question marks to be asked about the top brass at Arsenal and like I notice a lot more of the the old guard Martin Keown Ian Wright who would have been loyal Arsenal uh, supporter who are loyal Arsenal supporters and loyal Arsenal Wenger supporters even Thierry Henry who said on sat on Sunday after the game turned that he had to turn his back but that probably that's probably the second time he's turned his back on Arsenal. <laughs> um, you know, so these are major players, major people that have a lot of respect for Arsenal and now are starting to ask questions. You know. Yeah. I um, it'll be interesting to see. However, the little bit of hope that there is for for Arsenal is that they need to do what Chelsea did last year. Remember Chelsea coming to the Emirates at the start of the season and Arsenal obliterating them basically they were 3-0 up at half time and look what happened Chelsea won the league am I saying that Arsenal are going to win the league no but you're saying Arsenal should be looking and thinking well if, you know. there are signs and they, they should be able to look at that and say why can't we do that you know um, there's major pressure on Arsenal Wenger yeah. major pressure Massive. now I believe tonight that he is working for as he does for a, an overseas French television TV. station mm-hmm. and he's co- uh, as a commentator and uh, you know on the France Netherlands game you'd hope he'd be firing Lamar into the back of his car you'd be you'd be hoping that he would be putting his eggs in other baskets right yeah. um, the only thing clear about Sunday actually what I, what I mean to say is that at least Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain has already made his Liverpool debut boom and I came in on his horse and Jay wasn't happy We'll talk about transfers when we come back in just a minute. Welcome back to the football babble. Sorry, I just knocked the camera. I think it's out of angle now, but um, there you go. I don't really care. Um, oh, Jake's just pointing out that uh, there's been tedious, tedious, tedious is the right word? Your teacher's not the right word. Links. Oh, yeah. To, for Arsenal, they may be signing Rabio from PSG. That's something you should probably do with in midfield. Like you take Draxler as well. You, t- you take Draxler as well. <laughs> and sure, if they're firing out loans, you can take Mbappe for a couple of months until he gets himself set There's just under three hours left of the market now, and of the of the yes of the transfer market, and I wouldn't be surprised if Alexis Sanchez goes. Whoa, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. They're not saying Ozil really laying on in a transfer they did. though. And they also signed Andre Arshav on the blast in the past. I think that was like him he scored four against us on the January transfer window, I think it's yeah. you know, deadline day and the January so, transfer window. Yeah. As it is deadline day, um uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about transfers. We'll get the the we'll get Oxley Chamberlain out of the overload first. Um we were texting obviously um about this and stuff uh, and we have a mates group we're all talking about uh, football transfers, and we've been saying, he, Jake had asked me if I wanted Oxley Chamberlain. This is during the start of the weekend, as my stance is still the same. I was like, um, I don't know, like, to be honest. Uh, I would take him if we got him, but if we didn't get him, I wouldn't uh, lose sleep over it. Um, certainly, another Chelsea fan that we know, he was sort of the same. There is a lot of potential in there with Oxley Chamberlain, that's what I'm, us Liverpool fans will be hoping. Kloppo, who, who um, seems to love him. Talked about him before, I heard Raphael Honigstein talking about him today that Klopp 
Arsenal played Dortmund, I believe, in the Champions League a couple of years ago. That's right. And uh, Chamberlain came on in Dortmund and changed the game. Mm. Um, I mean, when he played in the home game, he was amazing as well. I think that sort of stuck with Klopp. Um, so yeah, we Liverpool have got him. He's a red, as I am with all Liverpool players when they come in. And sorry for sounding cheesy, I just love them because as soon as they wear red, that'll do me. Um, are you happy enough that he's gone? Or are you like some Arsenal fans are really happy? Some are a bit like, what? Let a good talent go there. Well, you know, I, I suppose the picture that's been circulating the web, um, Twitter, etc., over the fact of the last few days is that picture a few years ago when all of these players signed their new contracts. Yeah, Jack so Wilshere, Carl Jenkins, Jenkins and, Gibbs. Um, Gibbs, um, Ramsey, Ramsey, and Chamberlain, and Arsene Wenger only last week saying that he wants to build his team around the likes of Alex Oxley Chamberlain, offers him more money in a new deal, and yet the player decides to leave. Now, of course, this player, Alex Oxley Chamberlain, obviously just wants a new challenge. He believes that his potential will be filled, fulfilled at at Anfield. And Klopp, you have to admit, is a manager who does bring out the best in young talent. For example, if you look at Marco Royce at uh, Borussia Dortmund, alongside other players. Goetze. And he got the best out of Goetze, exactly. You know? I think that it's um, a decent signing in terms of a squad player for Liverpool. Will he challenge their midfield? Because that's where he wants to play as That's why he turned down Chelsea. Going by their performance on Sunday, I doubt it. However, if it's to bring him on to change the game with pace through the middle, yeah. as you say... That might be what Klopp's interested in, given yeah. his performance in Dortmund a few seasons ago. Then he's a good signing because he does have that bit of dynamism. Yeah. However, however, his end product is totally atrocious. His finishing. Yeah. His finishing. Uh, I suppose some people. Nine might, goals or something he scored. Yeah. Some some people will be um, people will be oh, it's slightly more than that. Now last season that was last season. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. Um. He has scored four less goals than Thomas Vermeilen scored for Arsenal. And Thomas Vermeilen scored those in 20 fewer games. appearances. Now, Thomas Vermeilen was the centre-half. Yeah. Cracking left foot, of course, but the centre-half. Another thing, if he is to brought in to create chances, uh, Ozil once created... Um, more chances across three matches, three matches, consecutive matches, than Oxford Chamberlain has created in his entire Arsenal career. So there are major improvements to be made. The mm-hmm. player's 23, 24 maybe now. Maybe 24, 24. Yeah. And, you know, he has plenty of potential. He's yeah. plenty of potential. Like all these English players, young English players, plenty of potential, big fees. It'll be interesting. Plus, they all, they all seem to want to play sentiment. Yeah, <laughs> don't they? Right. They all seem to want to just be sentiments. Um, yeah, like he does have bagging potential. What I will say about Oxford Chamberlain, and I think Klopp will, will probably nail it with him. Is um, what he'll do in a game is he'll do he'll do some things that are absolutely amazing, some tricks or something or skill or something, and then he keep trying it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Instead of trying something else, he sort of well, I've done that and that was amazing. I want to keep doing it again, or he, he has to then do something that's. Similar amazing instead of just being a little bit more simple. I think Kloppo um will get that out of him. Mm. I think what's happened is that he I don't think there's been a fallout at Arsenal Wenger or at Arsenal with Arsenal Wenger. I think what's happened is Octavius Chamberlain Chamberlain has just felt stale at Arsenal and he's felt I'm playing right wing back now, I'm not getting a chance in midfield. Liverpool have come in, he's obviously seen what 
Klopp was doing at Liverpool he's thought I'll go give that a go I think that's all that's happened I don't like, he, he turned down an extra 100,000 a week to go and play at Chelsea right, like, Chelsea Chelsea yeah. or we'll talk about that but they're, they're having major problems they're having major problems huge Fernando Llorente Chelsea wanted to be kept informed of all sort of what was going on with Fernando Llorente and he has ended up with Tottenham Hotspur you know I wonder if Paul Clement cut ties with Ancelotti I wonder if that was a bit sore why? because he's Swansea manager and he he wanted all, all, everything known and he's, he's let him go to Spurs instead you never know. It's very, it's, football is a strange and muddy place. Like, but remember, Carlo Ancelotti loaned Ronaldo Sanchez to Swansea. Yes, but what? Oh, sorry, you picked me up wrong. Remember, Ancelotti was cut from Chelsea. Oh ah, yes, and Paul Clement. Yeah, I wonder Shirley. if Paul Clement's gone. No, you're not getting him. Yeah, we're just no, that's right away. Go to Tottenham. Yeah, because football's a dirty. It's, 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 it's a horrible place. Could, it could be. Um, the thing that really gets on my nerves. The Tottenham have also signed or in the process. Sir fantastic player. Bit of a lunatic. Yeah, bit of a lunatic. Now, those two signings, they've also signed another. Sent two centre halves. Two centre halves. Juan Foyth um, from Argentina and Davison Sanchez from, yeah, from Ajax. Four players, big fees, and yet they're building a new stadium. Now, this is a club <laughs> not as big as Arsenal. No. Doesn't have the same, I suppose, worldwide prowess in terms of fan bases different parts of the world yet they can continue to spend big on transfers the reason that Arsenal fans were told for so many years that they couldn't compete in the transfer market was because they were building a new stadium Tottenham were doing it and they're still spending money so what is happening I uh, when I seen the day and I think it was there yesterday we were talking that Arsenal had no money to buy these players yeah that came out from David Ornstein yeah yeah He's quite, BBC. One of the BBC, and he's quite reliable. It's the same side Everton have signed um, Nicola Vallis, Vlasic, the striker. So the Blues have got themselves a striker in to mm-hmm. help with Rooney. So they'll he be must have impressed for Split in the Europa League qualifiers. Must have. Um, so, yes, I think, and uh, this is me being um, a bit maybe overcritical or a bit cynical, I, I think Arsenal fired in that supposed 92 million bid for San, for what do you call him? Lamar, but had no intention of following through with. I think, and I, I, I feel, feel that sometimes Liverpool have done this as well. My own club, where they put in a big bid for someone, no one that it's not, no going, one to that it's not going to come off. Uh, but the fans are like, oh, we, we do have the money then. We do have the money. We just couldn't get the player didn't want to come to us. Where is the money going at Arsenal? Where's the money going? They have a net profit on this transfer window, okay, of around forty million. Remember, they sold a number of loan uh, of young players. Um, Gabriel as well, Kieran Gibbs, they've sold Ox. Alex Oxford Chamberlain. You know, where is the money going to? Because we were led to believe that the majority of the stadium had been paid off. Okay, they've got a state of the art training complex. Yeah. So where's the money? You know, are even Gazidis and Stan Kroenke lining their own pockets with Arsenal Wenger getting big but uh, big bonuses? Was Stan Kroenke building a new stadium in, in LA as well for yeah. the LA Rams? That's right. I wonder what's going on with that, Mike. But you know, so at the minute, Arsenal haven't brought. And also another interesting point there, just in Arsenal before we maybe conclude on them, is that uh, Alisher Uzmanov, who's one of the major shareholders, but not given a place on the board for fear that he might. Um, <laughs> for fear that he might, I suppose, stamp on anyone's toes or yeah. um, break anyone's nails at the around the table, you know, because they're all so nice at Arsenal. 
he is talking about investing in Everton. Yeah, that link. I've seen that link before. Yeah. Right? So that that would annoy even more. And Mashuri is the owner of Everton now. Yeah. They're obviously good, close yeah. uh, business colleagues. That would annoy me because here's a man who wants to spend money. I do not want to. I do not want to divorce with the values of Arsenal football. No, you don't want PSG. No, no, nobody. I don't. When a country don't. owns a football club. No, no. <laughs> but at Our the same city. time, you want to see them bring in players. However, will it even matter? Arsenal continuing to be linked with four players when, in all truth, the weakness lies in midfield. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I would have taken Gregor's Krakowiak, who signed for West Brom on loan. I would have they signed him. The only thing that would have put me off him from an Olympic point of view, maybe an Arsenal point of view, is the fact that he hasn't played for so long. But so you just want to yeah. kind of get up to speed. So he's gone to West Brom, does really well there, and then Arsenal can come. Will he be a key signing? For West Brom come the end of the season. If he plays like at Sevilla, then yeah. Yeah. Will Oxford Chamberlain be key side for Liverpool? Who knows? No. Who knows? Not this season. Not this season. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, Liverpool have had a, a... If you're on social media and on Twitter, and you know Liverpool fans, you'll see that we have an absolutely mental fan base. And our fan base, before we come on this, um, we're going to have to be bucked off, and Jason's going on Twitter now, because it looks like we're not get, going to get Virgil van Dijk. I'd actually received a text this morning from a friend, and I won't name him because it'll give him away. Um, and I'll not say where he's based either because it'll give him away. He's based in Liverpool. He, uh, he texted me this morning to say that Virgil van Dijk is done at Anfield. Yeah. Um, and he said, I, like, he had no reason to ever text me about something like that before because he never has done. And um, I don't think he was bullshitting me. I just think he, someone was telling him this. So hopefully his information is ready. But... As it stands, they haven't signed Virgil van Dijk. It looks like they're not going to sign Virgil van Dijk. I don't personally think they will sign Virgil van Dijk. Liverpool's fan base is going buck daft. We've got Oxley Chamberlain in. Grant. We've got Salah in. He was one of our main targets. We've got Navi Keita in, which is a brilliant deal. Brilliant deal. Bring him in next summer. In Fantastic next summer. player. He's going to get another year of good football at RB Leipzig. His yeah. stock will only rise. His value will only rise. Liverpool won't have to pay any more for him. Brilliant deal. Yeah. Our three main targets were van Dijk, Keita, Salah. We've got two. Looks like we're not going to get the third one. It's not that bad a window, really, but for the people that go bucked up. Um, we've got Robertson in, we've got Solanke in, um, and we've let Sacco go for £26 million. Yeah. Liverpool are probably going to end up with a net spend <laughs> and end up in profit at some point here, which will send our fans even more mad, but I think Liverpool have had a decent enough window. And they've, they've got 20, roughly £24 million in for Mamadou Sacco. Yeah. He's gone to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. The only thing about that is... I think he would have been a good option for Liverpool. Although he hasn't done it for them. He, he did it when he went he, to Crystal Palace. S- Sacco is a good player. But he constantly pissed about Liverpool. He messed about with the drugs thing. And he was told not to take those fat burners. But he did. Then when he went on tour, he was told to be on time at a meeting. He wasn't. He was told to be on time for training or something. He wasn't. Then he pissed Klopp off during a video that the club were recording. And then when he's at meetings, he was just being rowdy. He was being a tube. So he was upset in the whole team. He was upset in the whole team, and that's why Liverpool got rid of him. But I think Liverpool's window's been grand. I'm just uh, a reliable source here on Twitter, if, if that's such a thing that exists. Uh, breaking news coming in that uh, Arsenal are attempting to see the last minute deal for Julian Draxler. Would you be happy with that? Definitely. Yeah, I even though they don't really need another no, attacking player. As I said earlier, he's top notch. If, it if they were in, they were in for Lamar earlier, and we, we were texting. I said Arsenal need this as a boost. Yeah. And that could be a big boost for them. Now, 
the midfield is still going to need work done. Those are the players you have, so you're going to have to work on getting the shape. But that's a big boost, and he's a very, very good footballer. Mm-hmm. Julian Draxler's a yeah, very good he's footballer. a quality footballer. He's not going to get out much time at Paris Saint-Germain with Neymar. No. And now You'd imagine Mbappé Ozil probably be booted. I would take Ozil out of that team and go with Sanchez, Lacazette. The thing about Ozil is he gets so much hard, and I suppose... He gets so much bad publicity because people look at him and say he's not interested. This is a player who's made Yogi Love's team without a question. Oh, yeah, definitely, but I so, just don't think he's informative in it. That's why I would get rid of him. Yeah. I'm not going to rid of him and put him on the bench. He wouldn't start for me. But a player at a, a player who is world class and that's what Ozil is can change. He can. Do something. But maybe a wee bit like in the bench might kick him into that mode. Because when he's playing for Germany. We're far enough behind Liverpool already, but <laughs> stop trying to throw in these dirty tactics. Anyway, we will. Um, because the video obviously after 15 or something minutes it, it just goes mad so we'll be back in two seconds and we'll do a little bit more transfers and then it's international week so we'll get chatting into that we're back again um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a camera that means that we can just record this constantly mm-hmm. and not have to stab it because like, my fiance keeps telling me off um, yes a couple more transfers Chelsea have done they did their bit they got Rudiger in they got Murata in two good deals then they let 300 players leave that's right. They fell out with Costa. That's right. Um, they couldn't get, as you said, Oxley Chamberlain. They couldn't get Llorente. And now they've signed Sapa Costa. So. Sapa Costa, a fullback. A big tall fullback as well. Tall fullback. Um, they're linked with Johnny Drinkwater. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of talk on Twitter that that deal might go through. And of course, there's still two over two and a half hours left here. So plenty of time. Plenty of time for, for Danny to move to, to Chelsea. Um, but, you know, it seems like they're panicking. Yeah, and the link with Barkley, I don't get the Barkley link. I really don't. But he's not going to play it. He can't pass an article for a start. Yeah. Um, I just don't get it. I don't. It's not like and people will probably say, "Oh, but use both Oxley and Chamberlain." And yes, I get it. I understand totally. But I prefer Oxley Chamberlain than Barkley. That makes sense. Interesting news just coming out there that Ross Barkley has just rejected, has just rejected Chelsea. Tottenham Hotspur obviously were linked with him. However, Tottenham Hotspur have a much better alternative in the form of Andre Gomez, who hasn't quite done it at, at Barcelona, but who wants to go to Tottenham. Yeah. Another great addition. To a midfield that we say needs, needs further. Uh, I don't think he'll be... I don't think... He's probably better on the ball now when he... His time at Barcelona hasn't gone too well. But he is a good footballer. He'd probably he'd be better on the ball than the likes of Wanyama and Dyer. <laughs> but still their best midfielder. Centre midfielder for me is Dembele anyway. I don't know if he's the the player they need, but again, Spurs getting someone else in. It could be just enough. They've got two the fullback in another centre half. It could. The problem that they had, uh, I think Deli Ali in an interview referred to this last Sunday. They conceded in the ninety second minute. Chris Wood scored a goal, as I sort of <laughs> guessed he might do plenty of for for Burnley. They conceded a the goal, they had dominated possession and they needed someone with a little bit more intricacy in the midfield and that is something that Andre um, Gomez would bring yeah. to the team. So The best midfield transfer, for me anyway, and I know for you, because you're going to go mad, Ronaldo Sanchez this Swansea. <laughs> That's going to be class to watch. I nearly, I nearly went and got a port, 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 uh, Portugal top yeah. from my lunchtime and was going to get Sanchez in the back because just to see him in the Premier League is young, unbelievable talent. Get going as well. And the great thing about it is that Bayern Munich have trusted Paul Clement because of the links with Carol yeah. Machado to give this young talent game yeah. time. At the minute, they don't see him as a Bayern Munich player. 
but they think that he obviously has that much talent that he could go there, develop, and it's win-win. From if he has an unreal season at Bayern Munich, but they also have a couple of they'll probably by this time next year by Pulisic and all this here nonsense, and I can't even think of a centre midfield that's young that's doing amazing. Anyway, they have someone in. They could just go. Well, we could get about thirty million for Renato Sanchez here, making money back. That's right. Or I could get a player back that has started to hit his potential, and they're flying then. And Renato Sanchez might just love Swansea and he hopes so anyway. love Swansea but join Arsenal but here um, <laughs> what about uh, Wilfred Boney um, last week I hinted that he might de- he did actually say that last week yeah. on uh, Swansea and he still, has, still hasn't been completed he's doing um, his medical isn't he's he? doing his I'd medical I'd say Laurent is helping through his medical he's been very once, protected once that medical is approved then he can go up to uh, Spurs have said Laurenti's probably giving them a rub down and everything and making sure he passes everything that's so. it but here good power there in the tagging midfield with Renato Sanchez Boney up front Renato Sanchez they've got Sam Lucas in as well Tommy right. Abraham's there so who scored a goal and I hope goal. he goes well you know yeah and they won one of our predictions uh, you got it right yeah. I got it completely wrong yeah. um, but here Frank de Boer's under serious pressure and the pressure has told in terms of I suppose his willingness and his eagerness to get Mamadou Zako signed. Yeah. And he got him he's got the deal done, so hopefully he'll play as well as he did last season. Ah, he will. He, he will. He will at um thing. It was interesting that um just to hear more Crystal Palace fans talking, um, obviously the boards come in and try and play a certain way and they they just don't want it anymore. <laughs> They've been three games in, they're just like, Go back to playing like Sam Allardyce, get bring, us through. bring Pulis back. Yeah, bring Pulis or Sam back, but I think they'll be alright. It's international week. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, just before we go there, yeah, we'll go, who do you think has had the best window going on the business that's been done so far? Which club? I don't think anyone's had a brilliant window. Mm-hmm. I think if Liverpool had have got, they might do in the next two and a half hours, I highly doubt it. Um, if they'd have got Shaham to let, us, let a fee go for Van Dijk, then I think we would have had the best window. But, um, I don't know. I don't think anyone's done an unreal, had an, an unbelievable window. Yeah. United had a good window, I suppose. Brought um, their, they brought their players in early now. Lindelof. He, he'll give him time. Give he'll him be time. Right. He'll yeah. be okay. At, when Village arrived, I don't think Village was too hot, mm-hmm. and then he turned out alright. Yeah. Um, no, I think you know, probably at the minute, United, if Man City managed to get Sanchez, then you'd have to say they've had a, a very good game. Bernardo window. Silva as well. PSG have probably had the best window out of everyone. That's it. Um, they managed to get a loan for Kylian Mbappe because uh, that's not a league or anything. Nothing funny and going here, there. big sign tonight too for breaking news for Lurgan Celtic. Stephen Campbell, uh, Armagh County player. Sippy, the same for, for Lurgan Celtic. For Lurgan Celtic. So there, you can you can you can say that we also bring you the local transfer news. There you go, the local transfer news. I yeah. think who's had the worst window is probably someone like West Ham, who um, just have just decided. The same one of the worst goalkeepers in the world, and uh, he just keeps conceding goals. I'd say this, uh, I would say that Slavin Bilic is under severe pressure. I just want to make a point about West Brom's window. It, they've kept obviously, I think they've kept Johnny Evans, even though Northern Ireland this week were training at Manchester City's training complex. The medical could be done, they could just be awaiting a, a large bid. If they, if they keep him, they've got Krakowiak, they've brought in Barry to midfield, they've added great strength and depth to the midfield. They will do well this year, I think. You know, I just seen well. there in the corner of my eye that Ryan Kent has joined Freiburg, the Olympic player on a season long loan. And uh, Sancho uh, got the number seven shirt from Man City. The youngster from Man City has signed for one hundred and seventy thousand for Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, Sandro or Sancho Yadun or something. Yeah, isn't it? he's got to be a really, really 
Manchester City, Arsenal, Manchester United were linked with them. But why wouldn't you go to Borussia Dortmund with their, I suppose, prestigious name of developing these young players? We uh, will give the international games a quick yeah. rattle to finish off for sure. the video this week. Um, as I say, I think we want to know what they're going to be Czech Republic on Monday night, so mucho excited about that. Um, I think Northern Ireland could potentially a draw there. I could see them get guaranteed second place. Yeah, results go their way tomorrow night. Um, there's an interesting game on now. I don't think has it started yet. I'm not sure. Um, uh, France yeah. v the Netherlands. But what are the games standing for you there? Sort of. Well, the big, the big, uh, the big game I would say there is that Northern Ireland need a big win against San Marino. And the double centre halves. <laughs> well, Johnny Evans, no. Well, sorry, Johnny Evans, but uh, he's on his own. He's on well, okay, then. Well, Arsenal played with uh, no man at the back. So <laughs> one man will be an improvement. Um, San Marino, San Marino need a big win. Three points. They're four points above Czech Republic as it sits in the play Czech Republic next at yeah. uh, Windsor Park. So they need to get a good result. Czech Republic played Germany as well, so you're hoping Germany... And you're hoping Germany just up. take that group. Northern Ireland are in a very good position. For yeah, very, Czech very Republic. Good. Um, Georgian Republic of Ireland. George, oh... Serbia are, are playing at home. Yeah. Um, they're going to win against Moldova. You'd think so. So, Republic of Ireland, who plays Serbia next week, need to beat Georgia away. And that is a tough place to go. Yeah. They were there before, and Aidan McGee, he scored a cracker. That's right, that's right. Um, but, yeah, if they don't win that, you'd imagine they're going to come under the cosh. And it's going to be really tight during the week then. Like, um, I think Italy and Spain play as well at some point. They do. They play this week. Yeah. They play this week. Two of the old stalwarts of. Right, that should be a cracking game too. Should be, but both teams wouldn't be at the top of their game at the minute. No, Spain have brought that would be it back. Aye, give the number seven. New York City scoring, still scoring goals. He was a player that I always wanted Arsenal to say. Yeah, I thought uh, when Rafa came to us, I thought it was going to be inevitable. Oh, yeah, because they were linked up with Fernando yeah. Torres. And plus the, the Valencia link, I think he was at Valencia, Rafa might have had him. One year, not, I'm not too sure. Yeah, sure, yeah, but he's played there with David Silva and Adam Valencia. Um, yeah, interesting that, it brought, that they've brought him back. Um, Spain are at home. I think or, so, yeah. yeah. Um, so, that should be an interesting game. It's going to be the first time Bonucci's played with Bazzagli and Chiellini since he's left. Hmm. Um, I'm sure they'll be dead on him because he's an absolute god. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that. <laughs> they really. signed a good centre-half, actually. Um, Juve, I'm surprised. Nobody has one thing, yeah, Benedict 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 I'm surprised, like Liverpool, if if they were so if, desperate to ask for a centre half yeah. that they didn't at least inquire about him. If they didn't think they were going to get Van Dijk done, that's right. Do you think <laughs> that Dave Juventus will win the Serie A again? No. I guess um, Milan or Inter. I think Napoli will win the Serie A. Napoli. I don't. I want Napoli to win the Serie A. I'll say I want Napoli yeah. to win the Serie A. Right. Uh, I watched some the other night, um, and we haven't even wrote this down. Though, but this, this is a nice little topic to go into because I love my European football. I watched some the other night um, uh, against. Atalanta, I think it was. Right. Yeah. And um, they were 1 0 down, but they came into it 1 2 1. And they're just. You, you think, like. And again, I'm trying to talk about them again. You think Liverpool breaking fast was was quick um, on Sunday. This Napoli team are something else. They are something else. 
they're going to be a joy to watch. Keep an eye out them in the Champions League if you get a chance. If you can't watch them in the Serie A, they're going to be a joy to watch. They are brilliant going forward. Um, so quick. And they're quite small as well, actually. So much more difficult for those big defenders to Exactly, yeah. With. And they look like they'll be a real treat in the, in the Champions League. They're my, my dark horses to do uh, a Monaco this year in the Champions League. Monaco? To do a Monaco is going to be... No, way Monaco oh, last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. Uh, it will be Napoli. I think Napoli will do it. I think they'll be dark horses. That's it. Who do you think will win Serie A? I think Juventus are still the most standing. Well, I know the Vlasbonici is arguably one of their best. Well, their best defender, perhaps. Probably the best. He's gone to uh, SC Milan. SC Milan have done a lot of buying. I wouldn't say they've got the best continuity in terms of their team. The balance that'll take time. Um, I still think Juventus will will win this. So yeah. Just on internationals, uh, Argentina potentially starting tonight. I think it is with um, Messi, Dybala, and Icardi as their front three. Yeah. That's that's tasty, isn't it? Now, and Argentina need to win. Yeah. They're big diffs. They're fifth, I think, in the, their standings, and that would mean they are going to go into that playoff. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't fancy getting in the playoff no. anyway, but they need to win. So, but their front three is ridiculous. That is fancy. I'm glad Arsenal only had to deal with Mane, Salah, and Firmino. <laughs> yeah, because that would <laughs> but, have been frightening. But um, I see there, Leicester are going to sign Adrian Silva if Danny Drinkwater leaves. You'd that imagine if they're saying Silva that Drinkwater's going to be announced. Drinkwater's gone. I would say um, it's just Chelsea. Good, good addition in Chelsea. Good addition, right? Um, fifteen million for fif- Adrian Silva. Fifteen or fifty? Fifteen. It's cheap now, and it's mad that we're saying that's cheap. Yeah. Um, that'll probably do us for the Thursday football babble show, which comes out on a Friday night. I have to change that probably. Um, but yeah, did you enjoy it this week, Jake? You got the event oh, yes. at Arsenal. We plenty uh, oh, more eventings to come. I'd say go yeah. by the recent performance, but. Let's hope they'll improve. You know? I think they will. I think they will. Um, we, uh, we're going to shoot off now and watch the second half of France. France. Now that's France are winning 1-0. Griezmann has course, scored. Course. And I'm just reading here that Arsenal have put in a £200 million bid for Griezmann. <laughs> 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 um, but sure, they're probably playing in right back because yeah, they don't play yeah, players yeah, in the right position. Half. Half. So, um, we, uh, we're off now to watch that and the end of the transfer window. But um, make sure you watch us. Get catches on Facebook at the Sports Bubble, Twitter at the Sports Bubble, YouTube obviously at the Sports Bubble. Tweet, like, share, comment, subscribe, all of it. Do all of it and help us out. But and enjoy the rest of the deadline day. Enjoy the rest of your deadline day, even though we're coming at you tomorrow night, which is Friday night, but you know what I mean, back to the future and all that nonsense. But cheers for joining in and Good watching. Luck. Good luck. Good night.